Hi, my name is Bridget, and I have never seen King Kong versus Godzilla. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Fine, I'll Watch It. As always, my name is Adam. I'm Johnny. And this is the podcast where we show somebody, sometimes multiple people, a movie they have never seen that someone swears they need to see at least once in their life. I have also not seen this movie, King Kong vs. Godzilla, uh, but that is the film that we are watching today. Uh, So Bridget and I will be on the hot seat. This is a Japanese film from 1962. Uh, We are joined once again, as we were last week, by Zachariah. Zach, welcome back to the show. Hey, thank you. Uh, So you are here as part of our March Monster Movie Madness Month, uh, where we are taking a look at the Godzilla and King Kong franchises, all leading up to the brand new Godzilla vs. Kong that we'll be discussing uh, once it comes out at the end of the month. Uh, So we thought after watching King Kong and then watching Godzilla, we figured we would take a look at the first clash of these two titans uh, from the early 60s. Now, Zach and Johnny, you have both seen this uh, movie before why don't you tell us a little bit about your history with this film so i again this is if you would listen to last week's episode i had discussed how me and zach have a little bit of a history with this uh series of movies more so me than himself when we first saw this together i think he sort of you know he picked the side of kong and i picked the side of godzilla because i was such a big fan but i don't think he ever really jumped on like the franchise train per se and got into it like the way that I did and that certainly wasn't a launching point for me either for this movie it wasn't a movie that uh, I watched a lot of I think we watched it a few times and beyond that I enjoyed the other ones I enjoyed the Mechagodzilla's Destroy All Monsters All Monsters Attack so I I don't it's this is one of the haziest entries for me in the Godzilla canon Um, probably as hazy uh, as it is for Zach I have some memories here and there, some flashes of things that I see in my my mind of some of the fights. But as far as any of the story or anything leading up to it, I have no idea how these two beasts come together. And I'm excited to see how it comes together. I have, uh, you know, slightly low expectations, but um, I think those are uh, a good thing because I think uh, going into this, if you have high expectations, I... I don't think it's going to do anything for you, but um, for uh, Zach, I mean, are you kind of in the same ballpark with me as far as, you know, your memory of this movie? Yeah, I don't even know that I've seen it. I think we have sort of a debate going on. The only thing you I have remem- seen it. Uh, Johnny insists that I've seen it, but I, you know, I have a, an astounding memory, especially when it comes to stupid shit. And <laughs> right. So, I mean, this I should be right. You should remember the whole fucking movie. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I don't, I really don't remember it. The only thing I remember is some debate and controversy between us of what actually took place. Yes. So, so without spoiling too much, there is some sort of, uh, oh, so you mean at the I'm, time, not gonna into, you, I'm not going to get into it right now, but. But you mean at the time there was debate, not you're still debating to this day, whether or not the, what took place was you both watching it. Oh, well, <laughs> there's a lot of controversy, whether or not we watched it and what actually takes place in the film. Oh, okay. So you've had okay, so this so debate you think I, relates to the so, film. Okay. Right. So I, Zach is uh, insinuating that I, I, I told him about the movie so many times that he thinks he may have seen it, 
um, and that we've had some sort of debate together about this movie, the way things have transpired, despite him saying that he has not seen the movie. Um, (laughs) So there's some slight confusion going on with this one. Zach, I I know you have seen this movie. You can say whatever you want, but (laughs) it's, uh, I don't know. Maybe you thought it was amazing and it wasn't stupid shit. So that's probably why you don't remember it. It's yeah, it's the greatest film of all time. So clearly, yeah, it's it's a it, masterclass in filmmaking. Yeah, yeah. So you knocked it out of your memory banks because you're like, I only remember the dumb stuff, and this yeah. <laughs> this has no place within the dumb stuff. Uh, well, um, I, guess, I mean, we're gonna find out whether one way or another, Zach. So either something's gonna jog your memory tonight when you're watching it, or you're gonna be able to be like, no, 100, percent I recognize none of this. We'll see if you have uh, a King Kong moment for for Bridget, who was in the same boat of, I think I may have seen it. I don't know if I've seen it. Yeah. And then by the end of it, it was, no, I've definitely never seen this because I would have remembered. <laughs> There's been a few of those of Bridget, yeah. 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 Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, obviously, Bridget, you and I have not seen this one. Uh, so what kind of are your expectations going into this, having seen the last two weeks, both the original King Kong and the original Godzilla? I... I really just don't know what to expect. Um, Scratch that. I am expecting that this movie will be lighter in tone, which I don't mind necessarily. Last week in particular was much heavier than I had thought. Um, And I'm very open to maybe some goofier, lighthearted fare. But I just want to see... Vanilla and the gorilla go at it. That's (laughs) nice. That's all I I have, really. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat as you uh, on the expectation front because last week did kind of throw me for a loop in terms of how much heavier it ended up being than I thought it was going to be. I, I had figured going in that some of the, you know, post-World War II aspects of things would be present. I didn't necessarily know that that would be most of the focus point. Uh, I thought most of the focus would have been on Godzilla uh, when really it's more about the nuclear fallout and the the fallout in a historical context. Uh, And I'm kind of in the same boat this week where I want a lighter take. I very much want this to be a campy schlock, you know, bargain bin gas station style movie where it's just silly Mm. nonsense. So that's what I'm kind of hoping for. I I don't want to know going in whether that's right or not. But that's more what I'm hoping for, because anytime you get two giant monsters to fight one another, especially where both of them have been, you know, the carrier of their own franchise, you don't necessarily want it to be about the human drama. At least I I don't think I want that. I want it to be about punching and kicking and, you know, (laughs) two two dudes in two different style suits just having a go. Flying everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Hamming it up. I want scales flying off. I want fur. Yeah, exactly. I want the Megazord battle for nine minutes. <laughs> that's, that's what um, I want. But yeah, I mean, you guys are pretty much on point with this. Um, so it's it's actually pretty funny. So, you know, the original Godzilla came out in 54. Um, then you had the American version in 56. And then you had a, a quick follow-up, which, because it was very successful in Japan. So you had... Uh, it's 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 jogging my memory what 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 the next i think godzilla raids again i think is what it's called and then and then there's 10 years that go by where you don't see anything really and then this movie comes out and it's all you know japanese funded and they came up with it and this is the movie that ushered in the what is called like the showa era of movies where it becomes like you said a little lighter in tone 
and it becomes less about sort of like this dark, stark commentary on, you know, post-nuclear living. I find that fascinating that this is the movie, and not only is it the movie that, that ushered it in, it, I think it still is the most, uh, it produced the best box office numbers out of any Godzilla movie in Japan, like ever still. That's so, interesting. It is interesting, yeah. Again, uh, I, this one, this was a movie that wasn't in my rotation. I, I don't have, I, ha- I have expectation, more expectations of this movie, or what I, not so much expectations, but what I think is going to happen with this because I'm so familiar with the 15 other movies that this, <laughs> they, they go, they, they're the same blueprint pretty much. You know what I mean? There is a storyline. There is something that's going on. Some sometimes it is fascinating. A fascinating watch how they get these two monsters to come together. Like, what is the reasoning behind getting two men in costumes to come together and and throw <laughs> shit at each other for, uh, you know, an hour? Um, so I find that fascinating on a weird level. But yeah, I, I don't really know how they're going to come together. But I'm I'm excited to to see how it how it transpires. So I have a bit of a take on this. Alien, super badass. Predator, super badass. And then you put them together, Alien versus Predator, and it becomes this silly spoof that was not for me. I mean, maybe I should give it a chance, but I never watched it because I'm like, that's not for me. You guys are turning it into a joke. And I take Alien very seriously and Predator very seriously. (laughs) And then Jason has some good scares to offer. Freddy Krueger, like a like a master of horror. And then you you pit them against each other and it all of a sudden becomes a joke. And I'm and I'm slamming the table and saying, why are you making a mockery of these wonderful (laughs) of these wonderful villains? You're turning them into a joke. See, that's what I'm hoping for this. That's (laughs) what I want here, because you're right. I have seen uh, Alien vs. Predator. I've talked about it. It was my introduction to both franchises, but it's silly and it's ridiculous that they're fighting each other, especially because there are humans there and they're supposed to be trying to get the humans, but then they end up fighting each other and it's silly and it's goofy and it takes place in Antarctica and it makes no sense. That's what I want from this though. I don't necessarily, I think the, because they're giant, you know, versions of, of animals, like I want that to be a little bit sillier. Whereas it doesn't make as much sense in Alien versus Predator because those are like cold, calculating beings. Kind of the same thing with with Freddy and Jason. Where like they have uh, they have an mo, they stick to it, they have a plan, and so they're you know you pit them against each other. Those things should hold, and they didn't. They just became goofy and over the top. Whereas like these are just two giant animals with anger problems going at each other. I don't anticipate the same level of like precision and planning and that you would expect from like an alien or a predator. I'm just expecting fists to fly and legs to to kick and atomic breath and, and all these other things, which listening back to last week's episode, I was cringing at myself because I couldn't remember the name atomic breath, which is what it's called when Godzilla yeah. breathes, whatever. So uh-huh. um, as I was like, Oh, I don't know why I didn't remember that during the episode. But maybe because <laughs> I didn't say it during the movie, but I was like, it no, wasn't trademarked back then. Yeah. Well, you thought it was a freeze effect at first. Well, yeah, in the movie, it did kind of look yeah. like that. Yeah. Forgetting that the name was Atomic Breath, uh, you know, as it is referred to now. But yeah, but yeah, Zach, all those all those movies are they're all money grabs. You know what I mean? There wasn't. Ugh. It's like okay, we have two we have two uh, established characters that are completely marketable. Let's put them in one movie together, and let's just throw together some sort of plot line that'll get them together somehow, and then let's give the audience what they want, which is them like fighting each other. So that's essentially what all these movies have ever been. I think there are there have been missteps with people trying that like the Alien vs Predator I think took a like a very serious tone 
and there wasn't so much a campiness that you would find in, say, like Freddy vs. Jason, where maybe Jason was very serious. Like, and there's really nothing uh, funny or silly about Jason besides the fact that he doesn't die and he's a lumbering idiot. But, like, you have, you know, Freddy, who is, like, very, very funny in all of his movies. So it worked very well that he was sort of, like, playing off, like, what the hell are we doing together? You know what I mean? It's like, it just, there was just moments where it was funny and it was it, it worked perfectly there i think here it's it's still very much in who knows i can't even think of maybe another example before this where two uh very popular established characters were put in a movie together to fight each other with a v in the middle of them um i if you guys can think of one i can't but i mean this is probably more of an experiment than anything else so you might see flashes of it trying to be serious but at the same time they're like Maybe we need to let our foot off the gas a little bit and make this a little more goofy and silly and see where if that's a little more popular with the audience. It's like when Sam Raimi realized the comedy potential of Evil Dead. Essentially, yeah. I mean, it's a, that's a good point. I mean, the first one was very much tr- trying to be a horror movie, but a lot of people end up laughing at that movie a lot. And he's like, wow, maybe I should lean the tone towards that. So, I mean, that's a, that's a good point. I'm just hoping that the the googly eyes on both are turned up to an insane degree. Because <laughs> yeah. if, if they somehow, yeah, if they somehow fix the eyes by 1962, I'm going to be so mad that like the silly eyes from the serious movies don't exist in what should be the sillier movie. So that's also an expectation I have going in is that the googly eyes will be even googlier than yeah. ever before. And Zach, they may even <laughs> fix agree. the limbs in Godzilla in this one. It may be into being terrifying to you. Yeah. Oh yeah, that would be awesome. I really hope there's a scene where they teach him how to swim just to, to prove to you that he can do it. Yep, yep. <laughs> and I'm looking work. for <laughs> that King Kong teaches Godzilla how to swim. <laughs> That's what yeah. I want. I want him doggy paddling in there to be like, see, this is so easy. I'm also looking for good sound effects. A movie like this needs good sound. Ooh, I don't, yeah, I don't, I, yeah, I don't think you're going to get Transformers here, but um, <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll get something. I mean, it's, like I said, I think if you go into this with not expecting a lot, I think you're going to come away enjoying elements of it. I think if you go into it, Zach, expecting a full-throttle thriller between two beasts that are terrifying the world, um, might be a little disappointed. Yeah, it's an unreasonable expectation by any it's standard. It's unreasonable by any standard, correct. <laughs> Though I will say that kind of expectation is what I anticipate for the new Godzilla versus. I Kong, hope. Is that that right. one, one will be more menacing and that one will probably be more serious in tone just because the look of those monsters is so much more realistic now that you could pull off that kind of tone. Whereas here, the costumes are only going to be as good as they could you know, be in 1962. And that's where I think the camp forces their hand a little bit. But I think you're right, Zach. That's my anticipation kind of for the newer one is that that's going to be more of the big behemoths, good score, good sound effects, and more of a like a, a grudge match as opposed to this, which I'm assuming is going to be just a, a silly slap. Em. Yeah, silly <laughs> slap fight. Rock and sock and robots kind of thing. So can we get Hans Zimmer on it? Maybe the new uh, one. No, yeah, I think they got junkie xl or whoever for this one who did like mad max and a bunch of others so i mean the oh, next movie okay. should be you're looking for a good score i think that it's, it's gonna suffice nice. and the sound who are we backing oh okay yeah let's let's cover that because we, we teased it at the end of at the end of last week so zach you're you've been team kong your whole life you've always thought he was the the cooler of the two the more badass of the two superior species superior species okay <laughs> 
Bridget, how about you? Kong. Yeah. And, and you're basing that on which of the two movies you liked better? Is that is that right? Where's that coming from? Um, I guess so. And I just think he's smarter than Godzilla. Like Godzilla is, is is more powerful, but I feel like Godzilla has more like you know, yeah, float like a butterfly, sting like a bee in him. You know, Bridget is dancing like Muhammad Ali right now. Yeah, or so. she's popping, locking like an eighties breakdance mm-hmm. troupe. I can't. And tell. we saw we did see a lot more diversity of movement from Kong, the mm. crack in the jaw, and all these other moves. Godzilla has a very big trump card in the atomic breath, but mm, true. Well, yeah, if see. like he can be like pushed over, I think as you're saying, like he's the agility wasn't there in the original mm-hmm. Godzilla, so hopefully that's bumped up uh, yeah. a, a notch or two. Um, and and I will, I will be interested to see because I and this is something that I'm, I'm interested to see in this the uh, next week's viewing of the new one. Uh, is there explanation of why Kong went from 25 feet to now why he's eye to eye with Godzilla? So I want to see if there's maybe a small explanation here for that. I know th- I, I expect probably an, an explanation in the next one, in the next week's, but this one I would like if there was a throwaway line uh, saying why Kong is as big as he is. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I'm not anticipating that we'll get that just because they're too. T- the new one, you're right. They're part of the same franchise. This one, yeah. they're kind of merging characters, but there's no sense. Of, like, I don't know that they're taking the 1933 King Kong character and bringing him over. True. I think they're just. I assume they're just creating their own giant King Kong monkey for their film universe. Uh, so whereas the other one needs to make sense because they're in a shared universe. I feel like this one's just a, a random throwaway, and he'll just be as big as he needs to be, and there there won't be much yeah. of an explanation now johnny you're your team godzilla we talked about this last week you've been team godzilla forever um there's a there's a picture up by by now on on our twitter page of a nice decorative plate showing your love for for godzilla <laughs> nice. in 1994 uh so you guys can check that out uh, on the website but you're still team godzilla here even though you know the movie king kong kind of snuck up on you to to really grab your attention you're still team uh, godzilla correct very much so. I was very impressed with Kong's uh, moves and agility and yeah. the effects that I saw in the 1933 version. But yeah, I'm still still back in my boy. So um, we will we will see how see how he does. Okay. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm in your camp too. Even though I said last week, I do think King Kong is the better of the two movies, at least in terms of which one I enjoyed more. Uh, but in terms of monster versus monster, I do think Godzilla is a cooler looking monster. He does have the atomic breath. I also I'm looking to see that tail utilized a little bit more because uh, that thing is a, a massive blow. I want to see a good sweep the leg Karate Kid style moment here where you can take uh, Kong out. So I am Team Godzilla as well. I guess the only question I have left is, Johnny, you said you don't remember much of this. Do you remember who wins if there is a definitive winner or not? Uh, you don't have to comment any more than that. You could just say yes or no. I don't want to give away and I don't want to give away the farm. Do you know? Do you remember the ending to the movie? Yes. OK. And that's the big debate. Okay. That's the, uh, yeah. Okay. So we'll look forward to, to continuing that debate and adding two new opinions to that. Uh, but uh, Bridget, I think it's time for us to, to kick things off and get us ready for this movie. So what do we have to say for ourselves? Fine. Fine. I'll, I'll watch, watch it. it. Oh, well, shit. 
Yeah. <laughs> Sound good to my ears. We are back. We have just finished watching 1962's King Kong versus Godzilla, or as I'm going to forever refer to it now, real animal versus monster created from radiation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Bridget, you, uh, you and I were technically on the hot seat this week, but I will ask you first, how are you feeling after watching this clash of Titans? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I feel like I was just, I'm coming out of a fever dream a little bit. Um, there were parts of this movie that were really fun. And then there were parts of this movie that were confusing at best for me. <laughs> and I, I don't know. I don't think I enjoyed this movie. In fact, I will say I did not enjoy this movie overall basically until the grand finale the thing that you came to see this movie the thing for. that i came to see right yeah but it does it does when you get it it pays off in a really big way <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. it's hard for me to be totally like thumbs down on this movie because okay. when it and delivers it delivers with a capital D. It's like watching well, a UFC event or a boxing event. You got to sit through all the BS until the main event. Yeah. They talk bit, about it yeah. for two hours. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah you but Conor with McGregor your has never been flown in on a pack of balloons. So <laughs> I, that like, would be fucking excellent. I, it's, dude, That's how he gets to fight. Dana White on the horn. I yeah, I, I, at some point you probably would imagine them talking about what how big the purse is for each 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 side <laughs> yeah. of, the, of the fight. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I'm fairly certain that's how Conor McGregor gets to fight Island. Is he, <laughs> he gets carried by the <laughs> Um See, for me, I I think this movie uh, is one of those where it was so bad it came around for me. Okay. Uh, in how silly and ridiculous and stupid it is, yeah. and this is. <laughs> I think I went in with the proper expectation for what I got out of it as a product in that I just wanted silly. I just wanted stupid. I didn't want the the subtext of the greed of man or the socioeconomic <laughs> politics of post-World <laughs> War II Japan. Uh, I wasn't here for that. I was yep. here for slap fighting and flexing. And that's, <laughs> that's what yep, I got. You got it. I got a hug match. I got 
constant flapping and flexing like, like Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania. <laughs> in the chest. I love these taunts. I love Kong's taunts. They were so good. But Godzilla's too. He's just flapping like he's Hulk oh, Hogan. Yeah. Like I half expected him to do like the wave with the hand to, to cup his ear. Yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. you would have thought, right? <laughs> he was like the well, ultimate like, warrior shaking the ropes. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Well, like, um, even like Kong is like knocking over that fucking gate like uh, like two thirds in. Oh he's, yeah, the like, wall became a door. Yeah, he's like. <laughs> coming out like hitting his face first uh first forward it's so good yeah so i think um i don't know necessarily what the intent of this movie was if it was meant to be serious and in the same kind of tone uh as original godzilla but none of that comes across in any way uh and to me this was incredibly silly and i kind of love it for it but it's so bad that I think, but I think it came around for me to that. Like it was fun. I was laughing my ass off. <laughs> yeah, there are so many funny moments and so many things that I think are lost in translation across a way that make them even funnier. I mean, I'll just say right off the bat when they are getting together before hunting down Kong and they're getting on that ferry or I don't know where the hell they're getting into, but the sign out says, says, you know, expedition off to gather data. Did you guys see that? <laughs> no. Well, no. Oh, my God. How could you miss that? It was so funny. Yeah. Our subtitles didn't get, like, so, I, and you could tell, like, the signs don't get translated. So I think there were big jokes that we, I at least missed. Yeah. I mean, it, it basically, I it, 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 like, it, like, panned off, it, like, it panned off to, like, just uh, a sign in Japanese, and then it wrote in subtitles, expedition off to gather data. Like, that, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I miss that. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was so good. <laughs> Um, all right, so Zach, I'll pivot to you. Now, there was uh, some some back and forth and some questions about whether or not you had seen this movie. Uh, you were on team. I've definitely not seen this movie. I'd remember. Uh, and Johnny was team. We watched it. Uh, where did you come away at the end? Have you seen this movie? And if so or not, what would you think of it? If I did, it didn't make a very lasting impression because I'm not remembering it too well. So nothing, there were no scenes that like jumped out of me. I'm like, oh, okay, I remember this. Not really, no. Okay. Okay. Well, what did you think of it then as a, I guess, first timer? Um, like Bridget was saying, the, the, when the final fight finally comes along, it's pretty good and you do get the payoff there. But it's typical, like any pay per view event, you pay to view, <laughs> you know, like two hours of build up. You know, I did like the take that it's that it's all about media ratings. That was a pretty yeah. fun fun way to make it lighter and yeah. you know. It's all about yeah. that advertising dollars. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Um almost like meta, the two franchises looking at themselves and being like, you know. Well yeah, it's two years and Johnny's point from before of Alien versus Predator is just a bunch of people sitting around in a room going, how can we make money? We'll yep. just throw these things together. And that's literally what this movie <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah. So, so they're literally making fun of themselves and making the movie. I appreciate that. I will but, say I love I love the role reversal. I didn't really think about this going into it. But the fact that the Japanese went after Kong and the American or you know, vice versa. I'm sorry. The Americans went after Kong. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> 
I'm already getting confused. The Americans went after Godzilla and the Japanese went after King Kong. I'm sorry. I got real confused for a minute. <laughs> yeah. I feel like um, it's going to happen a lot in this episode is we're going to say King Kong when we mean Godzilla and we're going to say God. Like even Zach and I were talking before you guys hopped on and I was even like, oh, when this happened, when Godzilla kicked Godzilla, that was so crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could swap it either way. It doesn't matter. It's a little now, wait, were the Americans looking for Godzilla or were they just combing the waters and saw yeah, it, strange Yeah, it was weird. I didn't know if they were just like hanging out, like observing what was going on, if there was any sort of reasoning why they were there for whether it was a war or whatever. But it was weird that they were just up in the, you know, polar ice caps or whatever the hell they were. Yeah, because it's like they it seems like their mission is like, all right. We're going to drive into an iceberg. Oh, no. How could this go wrong? Um, I do also like the shot when when they do awaken him. My first giggle was Godzilla erupting from the paper mache. <laughs> oh, well, the iceberg. The iceberg I was yeah. like, hell yes. Here we go, but then you don't you don't get another shot like that for a while. Right. It's it's it, again. It's like you're immediately <laughs> expecting something grandiose and uh, realistic, and the minute you see Godzilla ripping through, like you said, paper mache and shit like that, you're like, okay, I need to. And like I've said in the last podcast, you need to swallow it per way uh, <laughs> per se, and you just sort of move on from that otherwise it's going to otherwise it's going to bug you the entire time you watch this which it may have done to bridget <laughs> well you know the effects didn't bother me as like that i enjoy it was just everything in between the monsters being on screen felt so choppy and weirdly cut and exhausting just just stuff happening for the sake of happening because it doesn't even feel as though it's really pushing the plot forward either you know at a certain point when you've introduced a radioactive lizard creature and an enormous gorilla you don't need like the machinations in the rube goldberg machine of some pharmacy company to push the plot forward like they can just fight all over japan yeah, you didn't need you didn't need the woman running to go find her boyfriend to be on the train that is also driving towards God. Like it could have just been a train full also, of people. Ma'am, where her. are you? Get out of the water. What are you doing? That whole sequence where she's stumbling around and just waving her arms like she's drunk and hysterical and just collapsing into the water while wearing high heels. I'm like, what? Are you doing? <laughs> well, Figuring people react, your shit out. You know? uh, yeah. I did, when she gets pushed off, that is probably the sequence that is closest to the original Godzilla in terms of tone and feel. Like Particularly everybody trying to jump on the escape trucks or whatever. Right. But then we, we pan to her in the water and we've we've pretty much lost it which is fine i think in some ways it is to adam's point it's refreshing to not have to weigh these big heavy concepts and to really just enjoy 
two big dudes in suits. Right. And really I, I think I think right I think right from the get go when you're introduced to the studio head, whoever that guy is. That guy's guy fantastic. He's fantastic. Fantastic. He's my fantastic throughout. Yeah, he's, he's my favorite character too. Boat. But he's like he so silly. He's so so <laughs> silly. I mean, even you know, uh, it's, it's somebody like him. Like when, when the president calls him and he's bowing to the phone, and it's like there's so many things that happen with him that are so silly throughout the movie. But I will say when when the movie opens up, I like uh, or throughout the music is really good in this. I like that Kong has his own sort of weird track to him and then godzilla has his classical track to him mm-hmm. but when they fight it's 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 a little bit of a mix of it which i like mm-hmm. um yeah the opening again, score I, is kind of a mix of both too because you can definitely hear the the same beats um and the same kind of melody as the godzilla score but there is some there's more of that drumming like you get from from kong more of that jungle kind of feel to it uh, so i right. did like that right at the start so can I just insert something here from early on in the movie? I think the best looking monster by far in this movie is neither of them. It's that freaking octopus was incredible. Yeah. That, well, well, because it's a real it's octopus. A real octopus. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know, man, that it was really good. The one thing I didn't like about that. <laughs> it was a real <laughs> octopus. I mean, what the fuck are we talking about here? Yeah, but the way the way they shot it into the movie, you know, the way they... The way they edited it and cut it into the the act. No, yeah, it, it was fantastic, but there's no way you can compare a live octopus. <laughs> why couldn't they do men this? in suits? Yeah, I will they say, get a real I will say, if we're jumping yeah. to it right away, who was better in the suit in in suitmation, if you will? Yeah, it was Kong. I will give you that right off the bat. Oh, see, I disagree. I think oh. the better. I think the better suit and suit mation was Godzilla. Ooh, okay, okay. His legs are even thicker now. How can he even get around? He's like <laughs> he's hobble- he a walker. He's, you watched it happen for <laughs> Dude, he's, he's been stomping around on those fucking lats for fucking uh, 20 years or whatever it's been. 1954 to now or 10 years yeah, or like, whatever it's been. Yeah, seven, seven, I, I don't know seven, how those years. legs are functional. Apparently it's millions of years old, right? It wasn't created by – what we learned in the first movie is that Godzilla wasn't created by the toxicity, by the uh, – you know, nuclear weapons. He's been around forever. He was awoken by it. Yeah. Okay. So imagine like doing your first stretch after the, uh, n- not being fucking awake for you know, a million years. <laughs> My legs would never get that fat. They just, they just get lethargic. It'd just be hard to walk around. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I hated the look of Kong in this one. I thought he looked so much worse. It, 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 I didn't like the snout. I, I didn't like this one nearly as much as it's the, weird. Uh, the they, claymation they, one. Yeah, the God, the Godzilla, the suit and the face change so many times throughout. You know, they started in the fifties, and it's been up to you know sixty, seventy years later that we've been doing this. But I will say, and I wrote this down, not a lot of googly eyes in this. No, almost none. I was going to ask Adam, do the eyes feel less googly to you? Oh yeah, no. much less googly. The yeah, Godzilla ones. They've got a little bit of that yellow underneath instead of that stark white. So there's not as much of a contrast between the like the pupil and the rest of the eye. Uh, so it looks a lot more menacing because of that, which I liked. Uh-huh. They're also put more to the side of the face, too, rather wider, than wider really eyes. straight on. Like, like a lizard. Yeah, so closer to a lizard rather than in real life, he looks like my cat. 
not real life. <laughs> there is no real Godzilla, but in other like <laughs> oh, you just broke my heart. Typical <laughs> depictions of him, he's got a more looking straight on you. Yeah, I you said. I dude, I a lot of the the stuff that was surprised me in this movie was the stuff that was non monster. A lot of the funny stuff that happened. There was this bit was which was almost like a uh, Saturday Night Live type of bit with a drummer named Pesheen. Do you remember that in the beginning? Yeah, at the TV studio. Oh my god, that was so funny to me. That whole bit was so good. Where he's trying to convince him to like not be the drummer and to like go on the science show and. It was like Japanese way of what an American variety show would look like. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It was so they got a lot of it on point, but a lot of it was sort of lost in translation. Yeah. <laughs> I really enjoyed the bit where he's uh, there. He's at the apartment. I forget which guy, if it was the I think it's the boyfriend at the apartment. Is this when, the nuclear strand? The the threat? Yeah. Yeah. The, the demonstration <laughs> of really strong. I love strength. that. It's so good. Just leaning back, and the guy's like, "No, no." (laughs) (laughs) Now I made really strong string. (laughs) Now, now correct me now. Did that never come back? No, that at all. I kept expecting it to be. I I thought it was gonna. I I I thought it was gonna be too. I thought I'm like, okay, we can trip uh, Kong or Godzilla or whatever. But how how many times are they gonna attack poor Kong? Like. (laughs) <laughs> wait what he, he's been he's been drugged multiple times by people and he's been blown up when he's on that raft and, and then you're gonna you you knock him out again you drug him again and then you float him with balloons and just drop him on his ass from the sky and he's supposed to have a fight after that you should be like giving him a massage before the fight so they, they did your boy dirty there yeah oh and i'm surprised that he's still I, this is how I know I haven't seen it because I was surprised by the ending. Oh, okay. I will. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Okay. That yeah. Well, yeah. Don't yeah. don't spoil it for our, our listeners just yet, my friend. Oh, we don't I mean, know. We're, we're we'll still talking about the twine, all right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you, you jumped off real quick from the twine. See, I thought the twine was what they used to tie him to the raft, and then to also to the balloons. Right. Right. But. I could like I yeah. just made that assumption like I must have missed something. No, you're what? Yeah, and you're like, watching a much smarter movie than we are. But. <laughs> no, I, th- I thought the same thing. But there was never a moment where they were like, "How are we gonna affix him to this raft?" Oh yeah, get your really strong string. Mm-hmm. Like it was never called back to. Yeah. It, I guess the assumption is that that's what they used because that would have been strong enough. But it wasn't like it wasn't a direct callback the way that the drumming on that variety show comes back because he's drumming later to put him to sleep. Right. So like his drum skills, that comes back later. So that is like a very clever reference, but I don't Pretty think cool. the string gets the same kind of recognition, but that whole sequence is really funny. Right. Right. I, I will say re- real quick about the, re- like the role reversal of, you know, the Americans finding Godzilla and the Japanese finding King Kong is that I didn't think, the Japanese were going to go through the motions that we've seen in other iterations of a Kong where they go to an island. It's the same thing with the village people and they're, they're doing the seances and singing to coax Kong out. And I, I didn't, I didn't think that was going to happen for some reason, but I guess they're, they're doing like a, I don't know, like a, like a two part sort of movie, but I really enjoyed that aspect that they, they went divergently and it was the Japanese 
figuring out what to do with this beast. But one of my favorite moments in this movie, and I maybe hopefully you guys will agree with this, is the transistor radio with the cigarettes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Just giving them, <laughs> that, giving out the cigarettes. And they all know how to the smoke them already. Them. Like, they're immediately like, yep, light it up. We, that looks we, like we, the best party of all time. You that got the that whole looks village like an amazing addicted. time. And they can't get more cigarettes now because they're in the middle of the island. That was just bad news. I love that. But the, the, the tune that he played on the transistor radio like got them going. <laughs> yeah. It made me laugh audibly probably the most out of this whole movie. I kept expecting the radio not to work because theoretically it wouldn't work because yeah. of how far away the the potential radio towers yeah, are. Like, they're supposed to be he got the... FM for sure right there. Yeah. <laughs> then it comes through blasting and everyone's like, whoa. Guys, it oh was satellite God. radio. <laughs> he had, yeah. had serious. Yeah. yeah, it was serious, yeah. <laughs> Piloting that technology. <laughs> but the, the chief there seemed to like that song. Yeah, he was down. Got everybody a was out of it. Well, then they relaxed the cigarettes. Everybody was having a good time. I feel, like we heard, I feel like we heard Godzilla early on in the movie, like a, like a roar from mm-hmm. – I can't really think of what exact, exact from moment. From where? But. He's trapped in the ice. How did he burn that submarine? Because they crashed into the iceberg. Mm-hmm. So they, they were then up. inside with him essentially. Mm-hmm. Right. That's why he was able to breathe the atomic breath on them. And that was the first time we heard the, uh, the roar of Godzilla. Mm-hmm. But what I was going to say was, so I definitely recognize Godzilla's roar because it's so, they didn't really move away from what it was mm-hmm. 10 years ago. Kong's, on the other hand, sounded like someone getting branded. Like, yeah, it's, it's like a roar that like was pain and like visceral. And I love Kong's roar on this. Even when he was getting punched or whatever, it felt like he was, feeling pain it, it, it felt it, it didn't feel good but <laughs> so i yeah i thought uh godzilla's roar originally was the strongest moment you know of of the entire original movie for me was godzilla's roar when they're rolling the credits in the beginning his footsteps and his roar i thought it was so intense and then i think you're right in this movie it was kong's roar that was had more of an impact i think well they do they do the Godzilla roar a lot. Like it was soundboard level. Mm-hmm. Like someone was in the mix, like just like, boop, 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 boop. and at a certain point I was beginning to feel just like enough. Yeah. Like, I, I've heard enough. Like, this is so cool. Don't, don't overplay it. Like he doesn't need to do this every, like <laughs> every single cut. I don't think it was as good either as it used to be. Something, they lost something in the voice. Well, I read something that they pitched it up slightly from the 1950, whatever the original Uh, version was, just to somewhat match the lighter mood. But this, the version that we hear in this is the one that you hear in most of the Godzilla films. Oh, bad move. Forward. He didn't get smaller with a higher pitched little squeak. You know, he's well, really big squeaky. and deep and yeah. rumbling. I still like it. I think it's cool. I think they just, it was. There's like probably a, a few of, too many. Yeah. Right, right, right. So, like, I think we're kind of, like, at where we're seeing Kong for the first time, and we see that octopus sort of invading the village. And right before that, there's a scene with a guy swinging a baby alligator that I thought was really funny. <laughs> oh I'm not sure God. if you guys caught that point at all. I thought that was r- super funny. 
it was like he's got me and it's like he doesn't have you you're swinging <laughs> the baby by the tail t- like, by the tail yeah yeah and it throws just... it and then shoots it yeah and then <laughs> oh they God. shoot it it's like <laughs> and this thing has not gone through enough panic already but yeah we have the octopus come through which i i love that they did they threw a big octopus on this to sort of crawl over the sets and film, you know, actual sequences where they it's destroying the cabins or what have you. And it actually looked pretty good with Kong battling it. I don't know, Zach, what do you think about Kong battling the uh, the octopus? Well, I th- I told you I thought that whole sequence with the octopus was like the best part because, in my opinion when it comes to practical effects, you should use the most practical way to make it look the best. And I was saying, why not take something from nature, you know, instead of trying to recreate, recreate the wheel by making these giant creatures from scratch, you know, I thought the the real stuff looks so good. The only part I think didn't was when they switched to the stop motion arms to throw things and pick people up because Mm -hmm. you it was so stark from the very real octopus and the way it moves and all of right. that fluidity to just this janky flapping of little <laughs> pointed. Yeah. <laughs> and the the spears feel a little odd too. Like they would just kind of disappear. Yeah, the depth really didn't work uh, mm-hmm. with the projection the way they were doing it. Uh, right. And that's the only reason why I didn't like the live one, because I would have preferred a stop, oh, either completely stop motion or don't have the stop motion throwing elements. Just have him ooze over and kill people that way rather than throwing stuff. It was the combination of the two that just, it was just so silly. <laughs> yeah, the, there was a there was this point right during the uh, the King Kong attack and the Godzilla, they, they were sort of coming like coming together. And this kid goes to her grandmother, you know what I mean? I, I want to see Godzilla and King Kong. And she goes, this isn't the zoo, silly. Like, I, I love that line because it's it's it kind of is like she is like it's it's it totally is the zoo the entire time with this. But they get they get Kong on that fucking raft and we're going back to Japan, I guess, on this. Yep. And we have the uh, TV head sort of. Doing a naked gun shit with the, uh, <laughs> with, 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 with the TNT. It's like, well, what is going on? <laughs> I, know, I love the fact that they've got it rigged up to a bunch of C4 dynamite and no one's guarding the lever. It's just no. freestanding at the edge just of the right boat. there. Yeah. 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 And I, and I, I, I laugh so hard when he like rests his arm on, they're like, no. De- yeah. I, I mean, and then he goes to do it again. Right. I mean, if he wasn't your favorite character like 20 minutes in, he must be by at this point because he's so just out. Everyone's so serious about it. And he's sort of like the the, you know, the ghost for us that saying like this, enjoy this, enjoy the silliness for what it is. Yeah, I just it's very, very Looney Tunes. It is. Yes. On screen. Um, I'm like the. The waves are crashing and he just takes out the umbrella and they're like, what are you doing? Yeah. Well, did you notice, I don't know if this was just me, but like, was he styled to look like Hitler with the tan and the red armband? The TV head? Yeah. Yeah, he did have the, it was weird that he had that armband and 
like he had his little mustache and yeah, I don't, I don't know I guess, if that's the I, intent. I, I, I didn't see it, but I'll have to look at it again. But yeah, maybe. Like that was all I could think of. Anyways, not really. <laughs> but I just was like, I, I'm so confused by this movie right now. That was when I really was like, what? <laughs> so, what so, so, so when you on? saw him with the Hitler mustache, you thought that it was a turning point for you. I well, just. That was when I really just kind of threw my hands up of like, I don't, I really don't know <laughs> what hell is going on. This. I don't know what's happening right now. Yeah. It's, you no longer need to think critically about what's going on. And you, yeah. can, just, you can just see it for, for what it is mm-hmm. and the, the zaniness that follows. I love yeah, just some odd choices, really odd choices, but like right at the end of that battle. So uh, Kong just walks away from the first battle. Did you guys yeah. that? It's just a funny, weird, like, he just, uh, a tail slapped at him a couple of times, he gets a rock thrown at him, and he just sort of, like... No, it was the fire. It was the uh, toxic breath. Yeah, he was just like, fuck this, I don't want any parts of this. Is that what it's called, the toxic breath? The atomic breath. The atomic breath. That Yeah. yeah, You can't blame him. I mean, Godzilla had the higher ground, and he's throwing flames down at him, and Kong was just like, oh, shit. Like, I've met my match. But it's funny, he, like, scratches his head as he's walking away, like, whom? Yeah, he, like, <laughs> sulkingly walks away, like, I guess I'm done fighting now. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. He seemed more like a Bigfoot than a, a King Kong in this a lot of times. And I know I touched on not liking it. I think that's one of the reasons why. And that's one of the scenes in particular where it felt very Bigfoot of like he was kind of slouched and hunched over. And the way he was just kind of gangly walking away all sad. I was like, oh, okay, this is a this is a Bigfoot film. Like this is the hidden footage. Right. I I, I enjoy that he Godzilla walked on land like very lumberly like da-dun, da-dun, da-dun. And King Kong like raced into it. Like, almost a lot of the times he was running into battle, basically. Like, a lot more a lot more agility with Kong. I know we talked about this before the break, about Zack expecting maybe Kong to have a little more agility in this. Not the case at all. <laughs> well, I mean, he was using his speed, you know, as yeah. you were saying, he's running into everything. He's still fairly nimble. He was... I saw some ducks and some dodges. Mm-hmm. near the end but i think some of it too there's definitely from the original godzilla suit to this one they seem to make improvements to the face and the mouth in particular that felt more realistic and mm-hmm. with kong his face was very static it felt like which i think makes the comparing of the two suits like that's an obvious weakness or demerit in the Kong column. Zach, what'd you think about the uh, overall between Kong and uh, Godzilla as far as the suitmation, if you will? Well, as you would as- assume, I, I feel that uh, Kong is more functional, which makes the body slightly more believable, but I feel <laughs> ridiculous saying that because they're both <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, that is a little disappointing that Kong's face was was you know so cemented in place. I don't know. <laughs> you know how I feel about Godzilla's thick, thick legs. Uh, yeah, not a big fan of the thick legs. And, yeah, and, and Kong, 
Kong had some good moves, you know. He did a, a you know, belly-to-belly suplex at one point. He did some big man wrestling. Yeah. It, it was like a tail action, which Adam was hoping to see. We got some tail action. Yeah, we got, we got some tail action for sure on this one. There was a few tail whips. I think the very first time Godzilla comes into the the like the city or whatever, he whips around the top of a building. And I was like, yeah, all right, we got yeah. one tail whip. And then later on, there was a bunch. There was that one point where he was just slapping his tail on King Kong's <laughs> yeah. face. Yes. As King Kong's passed out covered in rocks. Yeah. yeah, just slapping him right in the face with it. I like enjoyed that. He yeah. was throwing rocks with it. And then I did get a sweep the leg moment at the end. There was a, a nice takedown there. Uh, so I was I was very happy with the uh, the suitmation of Godzilla in this one because he did a lot more things. One of which was my favorite move of the whole thing, which was the kangaroo kick uh, that came uh-huh. in this in the second battle. That was that was my favorite. That was my favorite of his of his action moves. Um, but I I liked it a lot more because. Even though he's got those thick thighs, and you'd think that would be limiting, dude's got some moves, and he put them on display here, where he didn't really do that a lot in the in the last one. Now, uh, a quick question for the three of you: uh, Did you guys expect that we would be going through the same tropes with Kong? We would be revisiting an island, doing the same, you know, seance before getting him coaxed out, all of that stuff. Did you guys see that happening? The island part, yes, because I figured, like, well, we're going to have to go get him. But the really similar beats on the island and then, you know, with, um, I forget the character's name, the sister, being kidnapped and taken up a building. I was like, oh, I didn't think we'd do this again. <laughs> I didn't think That's it was funny. We are. <laughs> the building was so much smaller this time. I know. And, like, the way in which he climbed on it was basically like like watching like an old dog climb stairs, where he's just like, "All right, um, here we go. I'm gonna get on this building here with this woman." Yeah. It was like a stool for him. Yeah, I did laugh pretty hard at that part. I actually liked on the island the uh, like the arrogance of the two explorers to be like, they think thunder is a god. They think lightning's their god. <laughs> right? It's just clouds. Oh, the big monsters. It's rain. Ah. Like, I loved how they're like the braggadocious of like, we're fine. There's nothing to be scared of. And then you hear the roar and they can see Kong and this and they're like, oh, shit, never mind. It's a monster. We're really sorry. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the similar I... beats I wasn't anticipating. Like like Bridget said, I expected a need to go to the island to get him. But I wasn't sure how many of the things we were going to see repeated. Uh, and, you know, the building being the building climb being one of them and and some of the other things there too i was i was surprised we went there but i was glad that it didn't take up too much of it like i'm glad that wasn't the bulk of the movie was getting them together for the final fight there was a lot of little mini battles along the way rather than just like it's going to take us 80 minutes to get him off the island and then it's a 10 minute battle i was glad they kind of moved that through pretty quickly i loved how they transported kong it was kind of very haphazard if you saw what it looked like. I mean, <laughs> like one 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 limb is hanging out the other and it's just all we're just dragging this thing out. He's on a bamboo raft. Yeah. yeah. Like really? No, no, way oh. beyond the bamboo raft. I'm talking about him being transported by planes and uh, helicopters. Oh, you're oh you're talking at the end with the balloons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where where oh, okay. he's where like one leg's hanging, one arm's hanging out and it's <laughs> yeah. It's like he's not even supported properly, and it's just so we're gonna drop this motherfucker. Uh, I was hoping anywhere. they were gonna drop him right 
into Godzilla, like a like a crazy top rope jump. Right <laughs> onto Godzilla. I was hoping they would give him that velocity and just be like, crush this mother effer. Well, they kind of did. I mean, they dropped they, him and he slid down pretty yeah. fast into that collision, which was, if you weren't laughing at the balloon. Yeah, I, theory, love, I love the slide. It was so the good. Sli- the slide. I was dying. I could uh, not yeah. believe it. I, the movie, I was really, I was ready to tap out, you know, <laughs> at, at that point. And then they're like, all right, we've got the plan. We're going to do like we would. I think somebody mentioned something about a parade. And then I see the balloons being tied, and I was like, holy shit, I'm back. (laughs) You pull me right back in. (laughs) This is like a marionette. Just like uh, all the limbs dangling. Yeah, totally, Oh, my God. And I thought, like, you know, they they fly off in the night. But then the shot of him in the daytime (laughs) is even funnier. (laughs) You get him. He's waking up. Yeah, waking up while he's Oh my god, it's so good. I rewound it and made Brian come in. (laughs) Sit down. I definitely rewound at least, I think, three moments in this movie that I thought were just fantastic. Right, it does make you do that. When, when, uh, Kong, we were talking about climbing on that little building, Mm -hmm. and it was like he was getting on a soapbox. Um, when he's up there and he's starting to doze off and they got all the sp- spotlights on his dumb face. And it was just a scene that it's like a scene that lasted so long. Just like he's in the spotlight with his big dumb face, just prolonged. There, no, there, there are a lot of scenes in this movie that run way longer than they need to. I think even like the travel dance way in the beginning runs for, Five oh, you minutes. Like, you didn't like the musical song and dance number? No, I loved it. <laughs> it just ran for five minutes. The drumming could be so much stronger, and really should be. If you're gonna, if you're gonna awaken a god monster, you need some serious drumming. Come on, dude. Come over here. I got it on Blu-ray, dude. You watch it. On oh, YouTube okay. Video. I, I guarantee I can thump your skull for you on this one, dude. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you got some Dolby. I got a little bit of the Dolby. Adam, you sort of hinted at this. Does anyone have a favorite move that one of them does? Oh, yeah. I was hoping. And when Kong failed to grab Godzilla by the tail and and actually do anything with it, like Godzilla gets against the ropes and he's like holding on to the ropes and he's like, no, no. And Kong's trying to pull at his tail. And I think he swipes him at that point. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, damn it. Is Godzilla just too big and heavy? I'm like, come on, you're a gorilla. You can do it. And uh, eventually he grabs him by the tail. I think it's after he's charged up by the lightning. He grabs him by the tail, swings him, and throws him, right? Yeah. That is epic. Yeah. It's, my... it's like when Andre the Giant finally gets body slammed by Hulk Hogan, <laughs> the first and only person to slam the giant. And he he tore his back muscles, by the way, while he was doing that. Not Kong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, were you watching with DVD commentary? I didn't hear that part. <laughs> On Johnny's Dolby, you can actually hear the tendons ripping in his back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <that laughs> you hear the disc good. pop. A couple of threads. What was your favorite, Bridget? I liked... There's a moment where... I like where Kong is sort of knocked out for a bit. And, like, the rocks get keep being thrown on him. And he's hitting him with the tail. 
But then there's a moment that, like, Godzilla puts his back to him and just kicks dirt onto him oh. like a cat kicking litter. <laughs> and you don't even, like, even just the way the shot is framed, like, you're not, like, you're just seeing Godzilla's back. It just feels so disrespectful. When he's so even though I'm a, too. Yeah. Even oh, yeah. though I, I was rooting for Kong, that was that was a highlight for me. Well, I think that was the point, too, where they cut to the helicopter, and one of the dudes is like, oh, no, King Kong's getting roasted. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Hey, Mean like, Jim, oh. are you watching this action? <laughs> getting roasted. I was like, oh, I didn't think that was a, a diss back then, but I guess it was. It's, it's a lot older than I thought. Yeah. Johnny, what about you? What were some of your favorite uh, fight moments? I will say I really enjoyed Kong's agility throughout the movie. I like that his arms were sort of elongated. They weren't like where your hands would have landed inside the suit. It it looked like there was an extension of another foot. So it made him look like more of like a like an orangutan or something of that nature where he made him look a little more natural, if you will. But yeah, I was disappointed in Godzilla not doing enough like he just really really relied on his breath and a couple of the moves but king kong had a lot of what zach would say excellent wrestling moves techniques and i again i'm still very much in godzilla's corner but i'm still very admirable of king kong's uh actions in this movie nice. you don't have yeah. a particular move in mind though uh it's hazy to me. I like I like Kong sliding down the volcano. I like yeah, him doing cool. the, the 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 flip overs and grabbing him and flipping him over. I mean, doing all the things that Kong wouldn't do. Kong just stands up, throws fire at people. Maybe you mean slaps. Zilla. Yeah, vanilla. You knew excuse this was me. gonna happen. Yeah, I knew it was gonna happen. Adam called it. Yeah. Uh, vanilla flinging his arms around but i thought kong was more agile smart and uh physical with his moves where kong was very restrictive one way or another to the way they made the suit but it didn't come across as something that cannot be just knocked over and just smushed right away See, I was really worried at the very beginning, I think in their first altercation. And I understand you got to save some things for the end. You got to kind of build to the big, you know, the big fight sequence moment. But I was really worried at the beginning that it was just going to be atomic breath, Kong with rock throwing, and then uh, <laughs> really throw. intense hugging. Because uh, that's <laughs> what the first altercation really kind of was, was just a lot of like, I'm going to run at you and we're going to hug and our arms are going to kind of wiggle and that's attempting punching, and that's what we're gonna do. Um, so I'm glad it got like more moves got introduced later on because I was really worried it was gonna be rock throws and arm flapping and you know atomic breath. Uh, and there was entirely too much arm flapping and flexing. I had no idea what was <laughs> the flexing is so good. And why the they were doing that. and posturing. It's like Just... a real WWE match. Yeah, all, all all of Kong's taunts are fucking amazing. They're so good. Zilla's not bad either. Like, I've never seen a lizard flex like that. Yeah. No, but, like, like Kong had some <laughs> funny-ass shit where he just broke up the fucking gate and he's just hitting his chest and, like, throwing his face up a couple of times at the, yeah. at the Indians. Like, like for what reason? I don't know what he's doing that for, but a power move, apparently, but... The, the wall there became a screen door that he just, like, opened up. <laughs> like... 
the, in the other movie, the wall was so much thicker. and uh, It was like a fortress in the other one, and this one's just a, a bunch of sticks. Yeah. And spe- it was just scaffolding. They did say we have to, they have to keep it up. He's been here for hundreds and hundreds, thousands of years. And, and the, the people who live here have to keep the wall up. Apparently they were slacking on that job. Yeah. They just had scaffolding and now he's much bigger. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> Get, but Bridget was touching on, on how much more intelligent Kong is. And I think uh, the best example of that is when they first, I think it was the second battle when they first encountered each other, Kong runs around the corner and hides in a little mm-hmm. cave and then sneaks so out wily. and ambushes him. Yeah. him by the tail. Well, because he gets he gets kind of worked a little bit right before that. Like their very first encounter after he comes down the slide, you know, Godzilla throws him off and is like, all right, get out of my face, dude. And that's when he rolls over off and runs underneath. So like he kind of got worked yeah. a little bit. And that was a real. you're right. That's a really good uh, example of his intelligence there and his ability to, you know, think critically, something that yeah. I thought maybe wasn't going to happen and it was just going to be smashy, smashy, punchy, punchy. Uh, <laughs> but I was glad that, that he did have some of those, you know, that recollection of how to properly do things worked out really well. Yeah, he like r- runs under the ring, grabs a steel chair, <laughs> hops right back in the action. Good stuff. But yeah, my um, my favorite move, I think, from... From the whole thing was it was Godzilla's kangaroo kick, but my favorite Kong move, I think it's a tie between the the slide down the the mountain because that was just the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen and couldn't stop laughing. And then one more time later, Kong gets like he throws him over his shoulder, kind of does like that that suplex move, and then jumps on top of him and just starts wailing away, oh, and yeah. punching him in the yeah. side of the head. And I was like, okay, this is what I'm talking about. Like the other stuff earlier, Kong kind of looked like a punk and he kind of got bitched out in some of their altercations. <laughs> but this one was the one time, like that part where he's just wailing away on the side of his face was the one part where I was like, okay, he's putting up a decent fight, even though he's, you know, still getting roasted in the rest of it. <laughs> so you kind of touched on it earlier, Zach, was with the the ending. And we discussed beforehand that there was going to be some kind of ambiguity to it so i want to get everyone's thoughts on what did you think of the i guess resolution of this of this battle and do you think both parties survived despite only seeing one party walk away but yeah i was surprised uh that they were telling us it was kong swimming away and we're just taking his word for it that's kong i can't i don't know he was too far away and he's swimming with his back to us who is that (laughs) <laughs> maybe it's that maybe it's that octopus from the beginning. <laughs> who's to say who's swimming away now? Uh, but they say it was Kong, and I'll take the victory. Take the W, Bridget. Yep. Um. <laughs> yeah, I was didn't think we had it for a while, right? And I do, you know, just like you can't prosecute a murder without a body. I'm not sure about Godzilla, where mm. he is, where he's gone, how long he'll be gone. But I think it's still, you know, you can still, even if Godzilla is not dead, you can say Kong was the clear winner. Like, as soon as he throws him off the cliff, it's decided. Didn't they tumble together, though? It was kind yeah, of like they... a mutual destruction. I think it was a little mutual, yeah. Yeah. They definitely no, do I that. Like... Kong. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> well, then how did they no, both I end up in Kong. the water? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
but yeah. So Johnny, what'd you think? What'd you think about the ending and the kind of, uh, you know, non-confirmed nature? I'm going to keep saying that because my guy didn't come up for air, but what did you think Johnny about the, uh, the ending? Yeah, I thought it was definitely pushed towards Kong's corner that, okay, we, we got him because Godzilla just falls in the ocean. We don't see anything left of him, but we see the supposed Victor rise up to the ocean, walking off. And it's, uh, I don't know, like, like for me, obviously I just, I know he's going to survive franchise while, but I will say for this, I don't know, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe Kong got him. Wow. Yeah. I, 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 I can't really have a, a good argument for why Godzilla defeated King Kong in this. He provided a lot of good moves and as terrifying as ever to the people in this, uh, in this, in, in this movie. But yeah, I, I would have to say that I think Kong takes this. It was a hell of a fight either way. Mm-hmm. We can give a round of applause. No, it was, both it, of them. It, yeah, it was, it was a hell of a fight, but I, I have to say that I think leaving it, the way it is, I think Kong got it. See the way the way I read it because I don't want to admit defeat uh, is that I see Kong <laughs> oh, just wow. swimming away. He's living. He's he's leaving. He's quitting. He's swimming away. Oh. He's going back home. So you know maybe Godzilla he was getting ready to rear up for the next attack and he just saw Kong hoofing it and he's like you know what I I beat this dude so bad he's going crying home to his island. He's gonna go snuggle up with that octopus and just weep. So that's the way I see it. I see Godzilla totally whooped his butt. Uh, oh, and, okay. And, and Kong swam away like a. Wow. We need a rematch then. <laughs> wow. You're going to get one. Yes. Yes, this is true. <laughs> so, guys, something that was hugely disappointing to me in the original Godzilla was the water. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I wanted to yeah. touch on this with you. So Godzilla's out there in the water in the original movie, and it looks like a toy in the bathtub. Because it's like splash splash, like you can tell that it's the the scale that you would see in your bathtub. Um, here and it applies to that the final scene there, the end of the battle. Uh, he, much bigger, not big enough. I'm not quite satisfied yet. I want to see biblical amounts of water moving, <laughs> but um, but this was a lot better, a lot more reasonable. These were huge waves caused by these two, so I'm ha- I'm happier. Yeah, what did you think when the boat was kind of rocking as they were coming ashore and as the explosions were happening? What did you think of those water effects? Because there was quite a bit. It wasn't like a typhoon, like I think you were kind of expecting or hoping for, uh, but I definitely feel like there was a much bigger scale to the water in this one. Yeah, I mean, even even when Kong is on that silly raft, I'm like, is that made out of redwood? When he when he pops out of the water because they sank the raft, even that water's better. I can't complain. It's a great improvement from the original. So, well, I will tell you, Zach, if you ever get the uh, the want or the need to watch it, I did see uh, that in the American version, they really up the destruction uh, at the end, and there's more of a earthquake feel and more like there's tidal waves there's like they flood the valley uh, the earth opens up and swallows buildings so that might be more of what wow. I think you're looking for in the american version so i mean i don't know what the rest of the movie's like uh, but i did see that that was i don't know if the, i could handle that i i would changes. skip right to the end 
Yeah, I, well, that's what you want to see. <laughs> the, the main bigger, event. The bigger waves, so might as well. Yep. So overall, would you guys say that the actual fight, the actual King Kong versus Godzilla in its different iterations, did that live up to the hype for you? Is that worth the, the billing that this movie uh, went in to try to sell you on? I will say that I don't think it lives up for me. I I thought of it a little more epic, but it it did a lot of good things for me. I don't I'm I'm somewhere in the middle. I can't decide whether I don't like it or I do. Yeah, in talking about it more with you guys and laughing about it, I like this movie more. <laughs> like I definitely this movie would have been a 9 eight and a half like if we had been able to all sit in the room together and watch it right right but no it's definitely not as good a movie as either original king kong or original godzilla um but there are things in it that are really great involving balloons (laughs) specifically Yeah, I'm really curious to see how maybe the American version of this is different to the version that we saw. I I have to imagine that it's very soft and it glosses over a lot of the. There there really isn't a lot of, uh, you know, World War Two overtones to this. There's one remark, if I think correctly, but beyond that, there really isn't something that I can think of. There's no room for drama in this one, and for some reason they tried to squeeze drama in. I yeah, but not even I wouldn't even call it drama. It's just like <laughs> people talking. Yeah, it's just life <laughs> about existing. shit that, and then I'm supposed to care. I can't. <laughs> yeah. I think Kong takes another woman. And yeah, I, you know what? I was thinking watching this movie was like. I wish this was an episode of Mystery Science Theater 3000. Mm. Where is Tom Servo? Um, the fight scenes don't need it, but a lot of that middle stuff would be improved. That's why us but being in the room would have that's been. That's why, yeah. Or or having you guys in the room. You or some robots. Either way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about you, Zach? How did the, uh, how did the, the fight bill uh, end up for you? I think it's it's worth a spin for the fight. You might want to fast forward to the to the epic battle. I feel like that that's potentially must see um, if you really want to understand the history of these uh, the history of monster movies. Really, mm-hmm. um, you should just see this battle. But uh, yeah, it's going to a goofy place, and I hold monster movies in such high regard. Uh, for being scary monster movies, because imagine how difficult that is to like suspend someone's disbelief when it comes to monsters and actually scare them with a monster. That's what I really. So it's it's hard to hold a movie like this in high regard when it's. But for what I mean, it, it is, it, it, it's 1960s. I mean, I mean, what do you expect? How, how are they possibly going to achieve what they did without the way they did it? I don't know. Give give me what they had, and I'll show you. <laughs> All, right. All right. We'll but, get Zach some suits. For yeah. what, for what some summation. That's the thing. I wouldn't use suits to begin with. So, you know, I'd use, oh, that's right. You'd use real Godzilla's yeah, and real Godzilla's. King Kongs. I'd use an octopus. Yeah, for sure. 
No, but for what this is supposed to be, what it's built to be, you did get the battle. It was a lot of fun. You got to give it credit for that. I would say you should see that. Yeah, I think somewhere in this 97 minutes, there's like a really good hour. Though I will say this felt brisk. This felt like this moved really well. Like I never really felt like it dragged, mostly because I was just waiting to get to like the next one. And it seemed like they, they did a good job of cutting between the two different monsters fighting separately, which helped carry through. Um, so there wasn't as many people talking and things. But you could cut out all those scenes like in the apartment, in the ad office. And yeah, those were funny and that character is ridiculous. If you just wanted to have this be the monsters fighting, which was clearly the best parts of this of this movie, you could probably cut it down to a nice lean hour of just Kong attack, Godzilla attack, Kong attack, Godzilla attack, like a super cut of the of the action and you'd get everything out of it that you really needed to. The only thing that I would keep in there is you need to have the uh, the ad agency guy come down from the helicopter in his little adventurer's outfit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because that was that was also probably the silliest thing that he uh, that he did in the movie. But other than that, like it's it's all about the battles. It's all about the the fighting and the action. And uh, for me, the the ending battle is so zany and so silly, and the costumes are so ridiculous that I just I could not stop laughing. So I I don't think that it's a good movie. Uh, it's definitely like you said, Bridget, not as good as the other ones that we've seen. But this is definitely the one I had the most fun with. <laughs> <laughs> Just zany and uh, and silly. Um, but is there anything else that you guys wanted to touch on before we wrap things up for this week? No, I'm very excited for the following weeks where we decide between these two beasts that are not claymation, now yeah. CGI. So I, I uh, so I do want to ask you guys, uh, touching on that, getting ready for next week. Last week, I asked you this about this week's movie and where you stood Team King Kong versus Team Godzilla. Having now seen this, is there any change to your opinion of who you will be rooting for in the updated 2021 version of this epic clash? Well, Kong has emotional intelligence. He's relatable. He's attracted to beautiful women and he he cares for them, tries to protect them. (laughs) Bridget losing it right now. So, so... Kong is a good guy. You got to cheer for the good guy. But you know what? In the, in the newer ones, I don't know if he's if he's such a lover. He might be more of a fighter than a lover in the new ones, and maybe he loses that humanity. Might change things. Okay, Bridget. Uh, well, Zach took the words right out of my mouth um, <laughs> about the intelligence and, and he's a being feminist. a lover of women. <laughs> um. Yep. I think I'll still, granted, I've not seen any of the new ones, but right now I'm still Team Kong. Okay. Johnny? Uh, Still still my man's corner. I think he's going to do a great job, and I think going forward, and I hope the rest of you do a little bit of homework and watch the the other movies, one or two of them, and uh, you'll see where the new... 21st century monsters are okay i'm i'm still i think team godzilla though i did really like the interpretation of kong in the new uh, skull island film uh, so i'm very excited to see how these two will stack up how this fight will go down and i'm i don't think there's gonna be a definitive winner i feel like that hurts both franchises in a time period where they're you know it's all about the money 
But I'm also partially afraid that there's going to be they fight once, then they team up to fight some other even bigger, more crazy thing. And we it's not so much Godzilla versus Kong as it is Godzilla got mad at Kong for 10 seconds and it's Godzilla and Kong versus other giant thing. So we will uh, we will see next week how all of that shakes out. This will be it'll be interesting. This will be our first brand new movie that we that we think we need to see. Um, so we'll definitely do that. I think next week's episode will go up a little bit later than it normally would just because uh, the movie comes out on a Wednesday and that's a pretty quick turnaround for a Thursday 9 a.m. thing. So um, definitely keep you posted on when to expect that. Hopefully Thursday night. Uh, if not, uh, definitely by Friday morning, we will have our thoughts on the brand new uh, Godzilla versus Kong. So uh, that should be exciting. I think we'll uh, Zach will have you back for that one as well. Woo. Okay. So, all right, well, then that'll do it then for this week's episode of Fine, I'll Watch It. Uh, remember, you can find every episode of Fine, I'll Watch It on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. Normally, it's every Thursday at 9 a.m., but like I said, it'll be a little bit late uh, for this very special episode. Uh, hopefully, we can do some of the other uh, newer movies uh, throughout this year as well. Uh, so that'll be pretty fun and exciting for next week, but... Uh, you'll you'll know exactly when it goes live because I'll post about it on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pod. So make sure you follow us there. Uh, don't forget to subscribe uh, on your podcast platform of choice. Uh, Zach, I want to thank you once again for joining us this week. And I uh, can't wait to have you back to, to wrap this whole thing up next week. Thank you, sir. But once again, for fine, I'll watch it. My name is Adam. I'm Johnny. I'm Bridget. And thanks so much for listening. 